Hi again, I'm Melanie Hirshhorn, the digital content creator and marketing strategist and coach for women business owners. And welcome back to another episode of VIP Access. VIP stands for Visibility, Impact, Profit. And this podcast will get you inspired and fired up about content creation and marketing yourself and your brand. Each week, you'll get marketing and mindset strategies, actionable tips, and the motivation you need to land more clients, nurture your leads, and position yourself as an expert in your industry. We also go behind the scenes with powerful women in business to discuss strategies, messaging, and more. My mission is to empower you to stop spinning your wheels and to make your mark with your marketing. Ready to wow your ideal client and create a community of raving fans? Let's dive into today's episode. Hi, and welcome back to VIP Access. I'm Melanie Hirshhorn. Today's guest is known as the Book Angel, and there's a really good reason why. It's for cause publishing. Susie Schaefer believes that books are the gateway to creating a movement. Her love of books goes far beyond the feel of a fabric cover or the smell of a library. Whether writing a book helps an author heal past trauma or raises awareness for social change, Susie empowers storytellers to be part of the global conversation and create a ripple effect for humanity. Please welcome Susie to VIP Access. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks, Melanie. It's great to be here. What I love about what you do is you do great work, obviously, but you take it a step further. It's really mission-driven and mission-based. And I would love to know why you have been called to help people publish books in a way that really makes a difference. It's not just like, hey, I want to be an author. It's so much more than that. Well, I think it's because everybody's story is unique and your story, it matters. So when I work with authors, I discovered that we were missing this component about how do you see your book in the world? Like, what's your mission for your business? How does that all come together? And really creating that as the foundation of my business to help authors find what is their cause? What's the social impact that they want to have? How does that work with their business? How do we meld the two together? And then how do we dive deep and really figure out how to connect people and create community around that? And I love that because that totally dovetails what I do, (laughs) which is helping them then take that mission and amplify it using you know, online marketing. So I, I love that so much. What are some of the causes that you have helped authors write about? So the causes are things like uh, veteran services, PTSD, raising awareness about suicide, human trafficking, domestic abuse, the list goes on and on. I was going to say, so just the light stuff. Yeah, really. <laughs> just the light stuff. What I found is that when we do that deep dive, and and I usually do this at the very beginning when I work with clients, we'll do a book visioning session and talk about what are the topics that you want to discuss? What is the healing aspect of that? How does it all come together? Let's talk about your business. What's the mission of your business? You know, helping them make that connection. It's really, for me, I get as much out of it as my authors do. I love helping people figure out a way to break through and, and have those breakdowns and breakthroughs that help heal them as a person, as well as put that story out to help heal others. 
it must be so cathartic too when somebody's gone through some sort of trauma and then they finally put pen to paper. Absolutely. That's one of the things that I like to help my authors understand is that using tools like writing can be hugely healing in past trauma where you have either mental or business blocks, things like that, blocks against abundance, all those kinds of things. I also encourage people to do meditation. So doing even a 10 to 20 minute meditation every day. And then when you're finished with your meditation, do some journal writing, because what you do is you're actually tapping into your inner self. And then you're writing about that. I find it fascinating when I even go back and look at my journals from several years ago at the things that I have manifested that I brought into my life and, and how the lessons I've learned and how how I've grown as a person. When I explain that to authors, they realize that they can kind of get out of their head a little bit more and get into their heart. Okay. So someone like me, I don't meditate. I bought a book about it once. (laughs) I don't think I read the book or I think I tried. Anyway, so what would you say to somebody like me who would be willing to meditate and potentially journal, but you know, it's not totally my comfort zone. Take it step by step. Start small. Do five minutes. Five minutes of just quiet time. Maybe you know, guided meditations are great. Even just sitting in silence. Some people can't do that. Or using a five-minute timer and just putting on some music that is just instrumental music that can kind of let you just go into a quiet place where you're relaxed and you're allowing your mind to just kind of go into the into the, the ethos <laughs> and just see what comes up. Because it, if you if you start to do this as a as a practice, it's amazing because your intuition and your soul will actually start talking to you and tell you, oh, here's an idea for you. Here's some inspiration. Oh, have you thought about this for your book? That's really fun because I don't think I've ever gotten to the point of actually being in that quiet because I'd be like, well, what's the goal? <laughs> what's right? the goal of this meditation? <laughs> exactly. And the goal is to open your heart, open your soul. That's very open-ended. Exactly. So there's no particular goal in mind. It's uh, really more about the what if. What if inspiration comes to me? What if I get this great idea while I'm meditating or while I'm journaling? Sometimes people like to do subconscious writing too. You do a few minutes of meditation and then when you come out, just write. And I like pen to paper because there's an actual, it changes the way you're brain works. So your brain will be logical and linear. And when you meditate and then you kind of just come out of that space and just write like subconscious writing, you know, it's more about what's the intuition that's coming to you versus thinking about, oh, step A, B, and C. Right. Exactly. Cause you're, you're finally giving it up. You're surrendering in a way and letting, letting things come to you. I would love to know sort of how you got into this business. I know You've been doing it a while and you've got some wonderful client testimonials and case studies, but I'd love to know, you know what, what drew you to it. Well, I've always been an avid reader. I was reading before I went into kindergarten. Yeah, I was one of those kids that when mom would put me down for nap time, I wouldn't want to see the pictures. I want to see the words. I became a very early reader. That kind of stuck with me. I have always read a lot of books. Of course, you know, I took this sidestep into corporate America after high school and college and, you know, did all the things that I was supposed to do and go for the career and ticking off those boxes. So I had an opportunity to learn about the independent publishing industry and I jumped at it because I've always loved books and I loved the the written word. As I learned it, I, I realized that, wow, I really do love offering this. And then 
as my business developed and as I worked more and more with clients, they started calling me the book angel. And then I realized that really I have this, I'm clairsentient, so I have intuitive gifts as well. And so when I brought that into my business and, and actually just said, hey, it's who I am. If you want to embrace the woo with me, come all along for the ride. When I started doing that, my business, it was amazing the people that showed up, people that were looking for someone to help them heal from trauma outside of your normal traditional therapeutic ways, something and understand that the writing process can be hugely healing. And that's kind of just how it happened. I believe that it's divinely guided. I'm here for a reason. Hashtag embrace the woo. I love that. Embrace the woo. I know, right? So tell me about being intuitive. I think I am highly not intuitive. So I'm always curious to learn about what that is and how it manifests itself in your work. Some people have it as a natural gift. Other people, everybody really is intuitive, whether you realize it or not. Like everybody has the ability to be intuitive. But some people have an easier time of harnessing that those gifts. Other people have to work at it. So doing things like meditation and getting really centered with yourself and listening to what your heart is telling you, listening to your intuitions, like those types of things can help you really utilize those gifts and train yourself on how to, to become more like that. It's like anything. We don't learn how to roller skate when we're two years old. We have to learn it as we get older, practice it, go back and say, oh yeah, when I went down the street, uh, there's a bunch of gravel and I fell. Okay. It's lessons like that. It's how we grow. It's how we learn. It's how, you know, those experiences get embedded in our, in our memory so that we say, okay, when I come up against this situation, I know how to better deal with it. That's part of learning who you are and human growth and healing and all of it's all combined. So it's practice and it's not always easy. Sometimes the lessons are hard, but it's worth it. Tell me about one of your most memorable clients or a book that just really stands out that it's one of those things where you're, you know, you're lying in bed and you're about to fall asleep and you just think about it again. So I recently had a client who she had stage four cancer. She was in remission at the time and she decided that she wanted to do a legacy book. So a legacy book is not necessarily something that you're going to promote or market or really put out there to the world, but it was something that she felt called to do. And her partner is a photographer. And so we took her partner's photographs to create this beautiful legacy book where she had favorite quotes and personal writings and poems and just all the things that she loved because she wanted to share that part of her in her life. And so when we were at the final stages of her book design and actually proofing it and putting it together, she had made a decision. She had gone back into more treatments. Her cancer came back. She had gone into more treatments and she had made the decision, I don't want to live like this anymore. And so she stopped all treatments. Literally, we got the book into her hands and we were able to get it out to over a hundred of her close friends and family. And of course, too, she wasn't, it's not for sale. The book is not for sale. It's absolutely a beautiful book. And she died a few weeks later. Mm. She did what she wanted to do. Mm-hmm. She made her legacy book and it it was beautiful. So yeah. And her and her partner's photographs graced the pages, which is wonderful. That's a beautiful sentiment. I, I love that. It doesn't, it's not all sad though. Mm-mm. No. No. When you're being a book angel, you can bring happy books into the world too. 
Absolutely. I, I work with a lot of different authors. And because I might either work with the, the an author from the very beginning, like creating, the, do their book visioning, creating their team of editors, designers, you know, all of that in production and marketing. I also work with authors sometimes when they come to me and they just want some marketing. Like, for example, they wanted a bestseller campaign. But it's amazing the people that show up on my doorstep. <laughs> One woman, for example, she was she had a very traumatic past. She was trafficked by her husband. Her book is about freeing herself from that and being able to get past it, heal and find new love. Happy ending. We love that. Yay. But it's amazing because when I get to work with people like that, I'm like, wow, her book was even done before we met. So then we can talk about, okay, so what's the cause behind this? How do we now, even though your book's already done, how do we now figure out what is the cause? What is the purpose? And she's starting a whole new business based on that. It's so exciting for me to be able to help people get that message and the mission and merge it all together so that they can come out going, okay, now I'm helping people. Now I'm supporting community. I am helping people heal their trauma. I'm creating awareness around a particular topic. For me, that's what my job is. <laughs> Absolutely. I feel the exact same way. When I work with people, it's so that I can help them amplify their message and their mission. I'm doing my small part to help them do their part to make this world a better place. And speaking of that, I know you have causes that are near and dear to your heart, and I would love for you to talk about them. Obviously, human trafficking is a big one for me. So I support several organizations that are you know, really pushing to eradicate human trafficking. I also came from an abusive marriage and understanding that domestic abuse in many forms, whether it's physical or not, it has no place. And I also see the connection between broken families and human trafficking. I think that it's important that these are some of the causes that we look at and we start supporting people that are in situations where they need help and they need guidance and they need support and a community around them. Mm -hmm. Is there any one organization or nonprofit that you want to talk about? Sure. Operation Underground Railroad. They are phenomenal. Tim Ballard runs this group and they actually go in and in various countries. So they work around the world. Many of them are former military and they go around the world and they rescue victims of human trafficking so that they can become a survivor of human trafficking. I also support a lot of veteran services too. I do quite a lot of work with people who are veterans or active duty military. Many of them have trauma, PTSD, sexual trauma from being in the military. There's all kinds of different things that happen when people are in those situations. And, you know, they deserve a fighting chance too. So let people know that this happens in our world. It's not pretty, but it happens. And how do we support and help, help those people heal? I'm actually working on a book right now, which is about Camp Pendleton and the surrounding communities and how the communities support the camp and how Camp Pendleton supports those communities. The nice thing about independent publishing is that you can actually put in the back of your book resources, connections, organizations you support. You know, your book becomes then the loudspeaker for driving awareness and helping to support those organizations, whether it's in a monetary aspect or whether it's driving people to you know, volunteer or you know, just the awareness around it. That is so great. It really becomes your calling card mm -hmm. in so many ways. Yeah. You are surrounded by pineapples. <laughs> yes. I even have a pineapple plant. <laughs> I love it. I would love to know the significance of the pineapples and how that fits in with your business. So the pineapple 
for me, it represents my long career in hospitality. It's actually what my, my degree is in, is hotel and restaurant management. The pineapple rep- represents hospitality, but it also goes further than that. It's about friendship. It's about welcoming. It's about you know transcending cultures because everyone recognizes the pineapple around the world. When I realized that that really that symbol is not only fun, but it also kind of connects people, but it's one of those conversation pieces. And so as I was doing research, I, I learned that in ancient times, people would actually carry a pineapple to parties and gift it to the host as a form of prosperity. I was like, I love this idea. So I literally woke up one morning and I drew a pineapple and inside the body of the pineapple, if you look very closely at my logo, those little squares are actually little tiny books. People get it. And then I started in my social media, I started, you know, at the end of all my posts, I would put a pineapple and people would say, what's with the pineapple? And I said, it's my logo. (laughs) What's with the pineapple? It has nothing to do with publishing, but it has everything to do with creating community and welcoming. I love that. All right. So how can people find you online if they want to learn more about you? My website is finishthebookpublishing.com. People can direct email me, Susie, S-U-S-I-E at finishthebookpublishing.com. You can find me on Facebook. You can find me on LinkedIn. Those are probably two of the best places to find me. All right. Perfect. Susie, thank you so much for joining today. Thank you so much, Melanie. Take care. You've written a book. Now what? If you're ready to implement a simple content marketing strategy to create buzz around your book and your brand, schedule your free sparkles and strategy call with me, Melanie Hirshhorn, at contentstrategycall.com. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of VIP Access. We can't let the fun end here. To find out how engaging your content is, take the content quiz at mycontentquiz.com. Plus, you're invited to join our private Facebook group at vipdigital.live slash community, where you'll get live trainings and other great tips all about digital marketing. And if you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, head over to iTunes and leave me a rating and review. This tells iTunes that you found the show helpful and they'll share it with more women business owners just like you. Thank you so much for listening.